0: To the Singled Out podcast with Becky, Brenda, and Maria, three single gals living it up in the Midwest. We will tackle raw, real life topics that people face no matter what stage of life we're in. Our goal is to shatter the stereotypes of being single and help you live your best life now.
1: This is episode three, enjoying your journey. I wanted to start this episode out by reading the definition of journey because I found it pretty interesting. There's two different parts to it. The first part is an act of traveling from one place to another. The second part is a long and often difficult process of personal change and development. So the two words that stick out to me are an act of traveling, so it means you have to be going somewhere. So you yeah, know You don't have to be moving. Even though you don't you may not know where that destination is, you're still moving forward, like even if you're in the moment, which I think is good to live in the moment. But you're also, you're not just stuck in one place, you're moving somewhere, you're going somewhere. Sometimes you have a a dream and a goal, and that may change too as you grow yourself and change yourself. But it's the act of traveling from one place, so you're going somewhere. And then the other word that stuck out to me was, it's a process. Sometimes it's difficult. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's difficult. I think often it's difficult, but it's a process. If you're going to change and move and grow, it's going to be a process that you go through and then when you come out the other end you're going to be so much better for it
0: And I've heard on some of the business podcasts I've listened to is that when you're starting out in your craft or your business or your passion there's things that aren't invented yet that you're going to be doing in the future so with, with YouTube and people making videos on YouTube, that wasn't invented when I was younger. And so yeah. there's going to be things and platforms and social media that have, hasn't been invented yet
1: that, that you can... Take advantage of. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's important to know, like, even if you do have a vision in mind or a dream in mind, be prepared to take detours or be open to trying new things that will help you get to mm-hmm. where you're supposed to be going.
0: And so with that word, act, you're in motion, you're moving, you're continuing, you're in movement. So you can't just yeah. be sitting stagnant and still and saying, okay, God, like wherever you want to move me, wherever you want to take me in life, whatever you want to do with me, I'm willing and able to go. Okay, but you're not moving. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you need to begin moving in in a direction and the Lord can direct that moving yeah. You're Your moving object, like you... so. There's
1: two sides to that. So you need to be moving, but you also need to be someone that is able to be moved, movable, Movable, You know, moldable, moldable. Yeah. And so that way, you are moving forward, but you're still in tune to like what's happening around you, where you need to be. Can't do anything with someone that's staying in one spot. The law of physics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A science lady. It's <laughs> a law of physics. Uh,
0: something in motion is always inertia. In motion. Yeah. I learned that on When Calls the Heart. I mean, like one of the first episodes where Elizabeth goes to Coal Valley at the time, Coal Valley, and then she's teaching the kids about inertia. So she's like spinning an object, or like a motion and rest stays at rest. Oh, like yeah. the there dog was yeah. laying there, like oh. <laughs> oh. And rip, oh. yeah. <laughs> Out of high school,
1: what were your dreams? Where were you thinking you were gonna
0: go after high school? I always just said I wanted to be a wife and a mom, so I wasted so much time in my 20s and early 30s, like waiting to be a wife and a mom and not living my life right now, or experiencing life, or going after. I mean, that was the only dream focus that I had. I didn't invest in myself or in the relationships in my life at the time more, you know, as much as I could because I was just always looking to be a wife and a mom. I didn't have like any career goals or what in high school or what do you want to do when you graduate and they make you take all those tests and I didn't want to take all those tests. I'm like, okay, where's the box that says be a wife and a mom? <laughs> no career path that they train you to be a wife and a mom.
1: <laughs> so what kind of change for you then?
0: 35 <laughs> Age of 35. Probably after I hit my mid-30s, <laughs> it was like, Okay, well, not that I needed to come up with a plan B, but realizing and just trying to cultivate and maybe even just, to be honest, keep myself busy. I just kind of poured myself into my craft business and learning and cultivating those skills within me. So
1: what did you do then? What made you start your craft business?
0: So I started my craft business probably in my late 20s and just to keep myself busy and give myself an outlet so I'm not sitting at home by myself or can get out and meet other people. So just crafting kind of has just kind of evolved into different areas of crafting. I started off with scrapbooking and then moved into greeting cards. And once I got a Cricut machine, I just started learning how to work with vinyl and cardstock and it just kind of opened up like a whole new world to be able to make t-shirts and wood signs, and then I added power tools into it, but then the list goes on. So there's just been a lot of different kind of mediums that I've been working with in the craft world, <laughs> and I've done different craft booths and craft events with all of those items. You know, right now I'm, I'm making bath bombs and sugar scrubs and started making beard oils and... <laughs> some other different types of products. So, and not only just to keep myself busy, but to inspire people to to start where they're at. A lot of people tell me, like, oh, that's so great. that I love what you did, but I'm not that creative. Like, I don't have that mind to be able to think like that or come up with something like that. But like, I just want to be able to inspire people um, to go after what they want. And it doesn't matter, like, what skill level you're at. You can start right now with what you have and where you're at. So that's kind of why I started my craft business or what is just kind of evolving. And I think once you start moving into... Like every day you're moving and taking strides and you're taking steps on whatever journey that you're on. Things start to open up for you. Opportunities come to you and people come into your life that, that weren't in your life before that inspire you and to cultivate those things and pull things out of you that you didn't know that you had in you. Probably like a year and a half ago, I started doing Facebook live videos. I did a 12 days of Christmas, different crafts or gift giving ideas and people will come up to me and say like oh i love that your video of what you did that was such a good idea or I've also done, like, Pinterest fail videos, <laughs>
1: and
0: it's like...
1: That wasn't such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, that looks like a good idea, but
0: it didn't turn out like a good idea. And I was just raw and honest in the video, and I was like, I have been in the kitchen for three hours trying to make this, <laughs> and this is how they're turning out. And just to be able to laugh at myself and to have fun and be real with people, I mean, people want you to be real, and so people come up to me and say like oh man that's so funny that you did that or you made me laugh so hard or you're inspiring me to do this
1: and I think that's great in the world of social media too because usually you only see like the perfect picture of everybody so it's kind of yeah it's a nice refreshing thing to see like someone just being honest and real like okay this time it didn't work right (laughs) I was (laughs) like I've been in this kitchen (laughs) it was literally for
0: three hours and uh I don't know, it was like these Bomb Pop cookies or something that looked so realistic, like a Bomb Pop popsicle, and then like the icing to make them, and yeah, it was just kind of a mess, (laughs) and like they're crumbling and not turning out the way I thought they would, and it doesn't look like the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I think I said in the video, like, it looks like a bomb pop on a hot summer day that's been sitting on the table. <laughs> it's just kind of like
1: <laughs> So what would you tell yourself now that you've kind of been through some of this? What advice would you give to yourself back then? I would
0: tell myself to live right now and not to put your life on hold. Um, waiting for a mate. I wasted so much time in my 20s and early 30s that could have been spent cultivating relationships and investing in myself at the time that, you know, you just kind of live every day. You just kind of are numb. I was kind of numb going through every day, working all these different types of jobs that I would try out. I've been a security guard and I've been a nanny and... (laughs) (laughs) I've been a receptionist and a business office manager assistant. So I've tried out all of these job fields and that's good. Like looking for what I'm passionate about or what was a good fit for me, but not investing in myself, sitting around waiting for life to come to me when I could have been going after life.
1: about you Becky so going from high school well from an early age I have always loved music and so coming out of high school the more practical road for me was to do music education so that's what I started out studying so I went to school but I got out of high school I mean I went to a small high school and I was in a small town so I was like get me out of here I'm ready to go experience the world and so I was really more like less about school and more about just like meeting new people and like doing different things and and so I didn't really focus on school very well and so I did about a year and a half and then I took a break and decided to do full-time volunteer work and I moved around a little bit finally decided to go back to school uh, ended up in California Los Angeles area but I wanted to focus more in the performance side of it than the teaching side of it which is not practical at all <laughs> it Is you know it's it's music, it's art, it's like how do you make money in doing this, you know, unless you get, kind of like acting, like you just kind of have to get your lucky break in, in order to make make a good living off of it. Anyway, so I finished school out there, and I learned a lot, and went towards my master's degree, and when I was doing that is when I really, really fell in love with opera, and performing, and learning about that, and so I, once I got done with school, I, I spent some time in smaller opera companies, but it was, Again, it came down to, like, I'm not making any money. If I stay out here, I'm just not gonna... You know, it's so expensive to live out there. It's gonna take me forever to get anywhere that I want to go. Because you kind of have to put your time in, you know? And you get to know people and contacts and stuff, so... Some other things happened, and I was just ready to get out of Los Angeles, so I decided to move. I made the decision to move. It's funny because I had, like, a part-time job and some other little jobs. The week that I left, I had to make this big decision because my part-time job offered me something else with another company that they work with. And they're like, oh, someone's not going to be here for... They had maternity leave for six months. You could take her position. And this is them telling me this the week that I was supposed to leave. They're like, you could make all this money. And, if you know, you just have to stay an extra six months. And I'm like, you know, so I had to make this choice. But I knew that if I stayed where I was, that I was just going to... Like, I just wasn't going anywhere there. I was just stuck. So I knew I needed to get out. So (laughs) I could have made the decision to stay, but I think it would have just... It would have set me back. And it was a tough decision because in some ways in my career, as far as performing, all my contacts were in California. So I was just like... It was a big step to be like, okay, I'm going to move back to Kansas in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. and basically have to build this all up again. But I knew... Without some of the opportunities I had there, that it was actually, I felt like I was taking a step forward and not taking a step back. So I did actually, like the week after I moved back, I auditioned with Wichita Grand Opera. And so I was accepted to be part of their young artist program, which is the biggest thing I ever did. Like I got to learn full roles and I even stood in for the main person one day. And that was really cool. So I got to sing the whole opera with professional singers. And, like, that was so cool Mm -hmm. that I did that. (laughs) So I had a lot of fun doing that. And then I ended up moving to Kansas City. And so I've been singing here and doing things like that. And just started with a small opera company again. So it's like I'm starting to see all these things come back. The biggest thing, though, I think for me, because during college, I worked for coffee shops. That's just what I had a lot of experience doing. It was easy and flexible. So when I moved out here, I nanny part-time for my brother and sister-in-law and then I was worked at a coffee shop and I still wanted to do this music thing but I just got to the point where I was like I just need to make money like how am I going to do this but I always felt like I was giving up on my music career if I got like a full-time job and so I had to kind of get out of that mindset of like this I'm not giving up and so I got a good job and now that I've gotten that good job I feel like I've been putting myself into a position where I can make money and like fund what I want to do, like, I have more resources now to do what I want to do, so it's been, you know, I just, I think I need, maybe someone needs to hear that, like, even though it looks like you're going a different direction, it's not necessarily that you have to give up, it's not like you're giving up on whatever your dreams are, it may just be a way to getting there, you know, that's safer and more productive in the long run, so I've always, you know, my, my biggest dream in college was to be a professional opera singer. And I just had this realization the other day, began like oh gosh, you know, I just wish... I could just be there and do it, you know. Like, like I feel like I could do it. But then I was just thinking about like, if you become a pro athlete, very seldom does someone come out of like high school and then they be a pro athlete. They have to go through training. They have mm-hmm. to go through the process of you know working with team, building your skills and learning from other people, being under a good coach, going through this process. And then sometimes you get to, some people get to being pro, some people don't, or they're able to do maybe like minors or like lower level, you know. But it's like if you you go straight from high school to being pro right away like you're not going to have those resources that you need to make it sustainable mm-hmm. a sustainable career so maybe you would go and there's probably some some people that have made that work but most likely you've been through this process so it's like a process of getting to where you need to be and learning those skills so that when that way when you get there you have those resources to use and you have put in that time and that preparation to be able to do the best that you can do in that and not fail or not give up because it's too hard or too overwhelming.
0: Gives you more stability in the process of training and developing the skills, developing the work ethic ethic in yourself to be able to do things long term. So what (laughs) would you tell your younger self?
1: So I would say, well, there is a couple things, but I would say mostly take advantage of the opportunities that you have at the time. And don't, for me, I would get so frustrated, like, I'm not where I should be. And, you know, and I wouldn't enjoy the fact that, hey, I'm singing with these amazing people. I need to make the mo- most of it. And I feel like sometimes I wasn't as prepared as I needed to be because I was just frustrated in the process. Or I just wouldn't be as disciplined as I wanted to be to be able to do what I wanted to do. So I think being disciplined and if you want to go for that dream you have to really you have to really put in the time and the effort and the energy to do whatever you need to do to get there and I feel like maybe I just didn't take advantage of that as much as I could have. And if I would have, maybe I would have be in a different spot. But so yeah, be be more disciplined and take advantage of the, the resources that you have. And then you get into the real world and you're like, man, those good old days when you could just go and study what you wanted to. And, and I just feel like I didn't take advantage of that as, as much as I wanted to. Maybe that's a downer, but (laughs) be more disciplined. I don't know. That's not very fun. But if you really, really want to get to something, I think it really just takes that. It takes that discipline. It's like a process. It's a process. process. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, what
0: does enjoying your journey mean to you?
1: Having that goal in mind, but being flexible too about it. And, you know, just living and enjoying every moment for what it is. Because it's not always going to be easy. But it is a process, so I mean, how do you enjoy, How do you say tell someone to enjoy something that's hard? <laughs> that's kind of what I was thinking. I was like, how do you say enjoy? Enjoy it. It's tough, but you know, you come out on the other side of it, and you're like, oh yeah, that was you know, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you just gotta take it for what it is, and it's know that it's worth it. Know that it's worth it in the end. What were your aspirations? What were your dreams? Did you have anything that you wanted to do? I,
2: you know, I wanted to do a lot of things. Growing up, my my mom has always said and always instilled, you can do anything you want to do. She said it all the time. You can do anything you want to do. She never put any limits, any parameters. You know, some families, oh, you need to be this, you need to do that, you need to study that. She was just like, the world is your oyster. You could do anything. So, let's see, in college, when it was time for me to declare my major, my first choice was communication studies. And it was communication studies until I actually started my third year of college. I abruptly changed it to biology, which I liked science. Science was, uh, I loved science, I loved biology, I loved anything animal related human stuff how the human body works i was just really fascinated with with that that was one of my favorite classes physiology and anatomy and embryology yeah i was like my second home you know a three-hour lecture followed by a three-hour lab times three <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was, it was really intense because um i, I also like you know i've always liked working with kids and i i of want to be a doctor I want to be a pediatrician so I could help kids I could help families I could work with kids so but quickly I was just really intense the whole it was basically pre-med and it was really intense very competitive side note my dad um, so I've always been like a I I really like crafts growing up I like Brenda, I like huh. being crafty, I like mm-hmm. making things, I like coloring, drawing, you name it, you know, the craft aisle was my favorite in the store. So my dad actually was saying, before I even left for my third year, he's like, why don't you, why don't you study art? And I was like, Pfft. dad, <laughs> you can't make money <laughs> with art. I don't know, my soul, I was just driven by how much money that I could make. And I was like, you can't make money with art. But I, in retrospect, yep. I uh, <laughs> i mean, I wish I did listen to him because I'm finding out now that you shouldn't do something because you think it's a good idea. You should do something because its it's what you love. Like, you need to do what you love, ultimately. What it boils down to, do what you love, and mm-hmm. everything else will follow. You know, you'll be provided for. You'll always find the money. You'll always find the funds. You'll always find the job. Ultimately, you need to do something... But that speaks to you because I think I believe that's your purpose. The things that you love is your purpose, and if you don't do it, then you're kind of just flailing. Yeah.
1: So you graduated with biology. I graduated
2: with my bachelor of arts in biology, and I have not used it at all.
1: <laughs> <laughs> gained the appreciation of germs and how I to did. take care of them and- <laughs> I did.
2: how they grow, where they grow. Do not I don't touch lots of stuff because I was like, nope. <laughs> My second rule, <laughs>
1: yeah, oh, like yeah. with
0: germs like when you drop stuff.
1: <laughs> you, like I, didn't to, I didn't mean. I didn't mean.
0: You're like no, throwing that away. I'm like, yep. My second rule. You're like no
1: germs. I'm like oh I'm gonna eat this. Don't tell Maria. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, that's not a It's really bad. Really bad. Another day, I was getting laundry
2: out of the dryer, and my sock fell on the floor, and I was like, nope, it's nope, gotta be washed again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you gotta wash your whole sock again yes i said in the dirty pile right now oh. i need help yes <laughs> but i mean i learned a lot with my science classes but i mean i think that just put me on a journey of and it sounds cheesy but self-discovery like finding out who you are i never really gave my chance to find out who you are like what do you, what do you like what do you want to do in life what do you want to get out of life
1: Okay, so you graduated. Then what? So then, so what do you do?
2: So I, after I graduated college, uh, like everyone else, I needed a job. And um, I knew a friend. I had a friend that worked at a mediator's office, and she had a friend that worked at a lawyer's office, a law firm. And she said, "Oh, my friend's hiring, or they're looking for someone. Would you be interested?" I was like, "Sure." I got the job, and you know, I learned a lot from the law firm. I learned how kind of like the office business worked. And um, I was able to use the, the skill set that I learned from that job to, to my other jobs, um, juggling calendars or kind of just what is it called multitasking that was a, a big skill set that i learned from there i worked at a hospital where i thought i liked the medical field <laughs> and i learned very quickly like no sorry like i cannot be here this is i'm not cut out for this job i'm not cut out for working in a hospital it's just it's not it's not for me i commend every healthcare worker every nurse every doctor for what they do because it's they're amazing at what they do I know firsthand how hard you worked. So, so it's a good
1: thing you didn't go on to be a medical true. student. I mean, I
2: even, I even, this is what I forgot. I even applied to nursing school. Oh, wow. And I got rejected. Hmm. And that crushed me.
1: But it wasn't, it wasn't meant to be. I don't cause, think so, Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah. were like, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know for a while I was really,
2: I was really crushed I was yeah. like oh, what do I do now all I know is science all I know is you know working in a lab what do I do now so I think that's my whole journey I had to find out what to do mm-hmm. I just had a lot of expectation on myself and I just felt like I had failed
1: so you kind of got you were saying you kind of got to a place where you weren't Happy, so you quit that job, right, at the Yeah, hospital?
2: I I quit the job at the law firm, and I moved back home. Yeah, I was in a, I, you know, I just was in a good place, like, mentally or in my heart. I was just, I like I say, I was just lost. I was numb. I was numb to life. I was, I didn't really look forward to anything, because I just didn't know, I didn't know where I was supposed to be. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I always thought to myself, like, there's got to be something more to life than this there's got to be more i don't know what it is but there's got to be more <laughs> mm-hmm. like this is not all that it can be and i mean i know life's not perfect and no situation situation's ever perfect but like there's got to be more than life like i cannot be sad all the time i can't be you know this or that all the time i mean i'm not saying that you're going to be on cloud nine 24 7 but like there's got to be more to life than just going to work and going home that was my my struggle, and you know what? I struggled a lot with fear. I think that was a big thing that held me back. Mm. Um, was I was just very fearful. I had a lot of fear. I just scared of the unknown. I, like I with biology, you could kind of control. Like this is kind of the outcome I'm gonna get. You know, mm. you could plan. You know, you could control your the different variables, and but you kind of kind of know what direction it's gonna go. So it's, it was safe. It was safe. Biology was safe. You got your answer. You got your three tries. You round all the <laughs> numbers, and that's your final answer. Yeah. So I had a, a really, a really deep fear of the unknown, and that maybe I wasn't good enough to do any of those things that I wanted to do. Like I would fail.
0: So it's probably better that you don't try because you're gonna fail anyway. How did you begin to break out of your everyday routine and working and going home and working and going home? Like what? what was a driving force within you to kind of break out of of oh, that? Yeah. It
2: wasn't anything that I did. It was it was actually it was that a, uh, a friend actually helped. It was a friend I uh, I was on Facebook one day and I saw a friend that I hadn't seen in probably it's probably been 12 years since I had seen her and I sent her a message right away said, hey, do you remember me? What's new with you? Kind of thing. Get to know each other. So she really just, you know, shared about her life or where she's at, where she was living. She moved halfway across the country. And that really intrigued me because I lived in California. Like, why would you want to leave California?
0: <laughs> <laughs> What's in the Midwest that yeah. you could want to move here for? <laughs> yeah.
2: But, you know, just really, we established a, a connection and we just kind of started talking Started emailing each other, and I think that was just the breaking point. I decided to move because I I saw a change in her life, and I was like, you know, if it could happen to her, why can't it happen to me? And it just had a lot of hope. Like hope, hope came back to my life. Like you know what? It's not. This is not the end. It could be better. Life could be better. I mean, it's not because of anyone in california it was just i don't know something just stirring
1: inside of me maybe it's just getting out of what's familiar to you and i just wanted
2: something i i just didn't know i didn't know what it was I And mean, i still don't know yeah, and i and do you're still but... on your journey you yeah. are so what advice would you
1: give to your younger self i don't
2: know be patient Try not to rush life. I don't know how else to say it. Just live live for that day. Live for today. Don't live for a future you. Don't focus solely solely on the future. Just to enjoy right now. Enjoy right now. Enjoy enjoy the people around you right now. Enjoy your family right now. Enjoy that dinner right now. Enjoy, you know,
1: making that podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I think hope is really a big thing you know if you have hope for for something better if you have hope for a future in whatever capacity hope was what started everything thanks for tuning into this episode come socialize with us on facebook and instagram until next time friends get out there and live your best life now
0: Fart or what? <laughs> just go stand over I'll there in the corner. <laughs> she just went over to stand in the corner, and I was like, I thought you were taking a photo first. And I was like, Pirate is corner. she farting? said, <laughs> <Ready, set, break. laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be like, the next Martha Stewart, minus the jail time.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like...
0: Maria's farting again. <laughs> I was about to sneeze <laughs> Bam.
1: Done. Cut.
0: End episode. <laughs> <laughs>